contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Failures and Fakes. I am your multi-generational blood relative, Cooper Nichols. I'm joined by Kyle Schultz, who just ate a lot of pizza. Probably has pizza voice. I'm my own grandpa. What? Has you ever heard that song? This is, that's what the thing you just said. Every every episode is a reference <laughs> I don't get. That's just, it's a really dumb song. Like but Kyle's existence. He's like, do you remember that? Like, I think no, I don't. <laughs> I I'm, think- I'm like I'm like the guy version of American Pie. Remember that one time Bandcamp? <laughs> You're like American Guy. I'm also joined by TJ Nichols. But I'm Canadian. This is 30, flirty, and thirsty. No, that doesn't, doesn't rhyme. Uh, yeah, it does. Thirsty and flirty? It does. It rhymes. Okay. I'm also joined by Parker Schultz. Me and Kyle are going camping at Ram Ranch this weekend. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Where's That's that at? Incestuous. It's in 18 Naked Cowboysville. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange name for a town. What state is that in? Uh, 18 Naked Cowboy Saw. What <laughs> sounds legit? What activities are you guys gonna do at Ram Ranch? Eighteen naked cowboys. <laughs> You're gonna do the town? No, he didn't say saw at the end. Oh, no, that was the state. Now I'm really confused. So you're going to do 18 naked cowboys in 18 naked cowboysville in 18 naked cowboys saw? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Could we just say that we're doing the self-titles of all those things in and the is, United is States of eighteen naked cowboys? Oh, I haven't, I haven't visited. I don't have my passport, or I would join along with you guys. Oh, Kyle, are you excited for your adventure? Big throbbing cock. <laughs> That's not a yes or a no. That wanna be sucked. What? That wanna be <laughs> fucked. You didn't say it right. Fucked. Apparently, there's a right way to say it. I if you live in DJ, the United States of 18 naked cowboys, is this just a Schultz thing that we're not getting? You you don't know what they're talking about? No. I, well, oh, you don't actually know? I mean, I'm not really good at naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. I'm not really good with geography, so I don't really know where or what. Are there like nice waterfalls and like hills? Oh, it's in Alabama. Parker, Parker, just wa- play the song and then and then there's some water. Enlightenment some will, will be his. He knows what we're talking about. Oh fuck you! This is a bit. <laughs> That's the whole bit. Is that I don't know. Otherwise, we would all just be saying sucked, 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 fucked, fucked, fucked. There's plenty of waterfalls, except it's not water. Oh, it's come. <laughs> nice. Are there eighteen? Are there eighteen waterfalls? Yeah. <laughs> One per person. Parker goes chasing waterfalls all the time. I'm going to stop talking now so I have an excuse to stop talking and put in the bumper music so I don't have to have this conversation anymore. Oh. Here's the part where I keep talking about stuff. That's going to be fun to edit. Um, We actually have some listener questions today. Oh. From our website. I haven't checked the website form for a good while and I apologize. These are all from May. 
So sorry to Ryan B and Ryan S and also to Alan. I think Alan. it's only July. It's fine. Um, Oh, it's July. Yeah. Time. <laughs> this year's going by fast and it's a very good thing. It's not going by fast enough though. It's yeah, the longest, I, shortest year in the world. If I woke up in 2021, I would probably still be miserable. Actually. I don't know. Um, Let's start with Ryan B. This this guy is not questioning us. He does not have no questions, but he just it's a nice. It's says, a nice. <laughs> he says, "Hey fakes, greeting from Indonesia." Also, I like that he he assigned us all fakes. We're not we're not failures. We're just fakes. I like that. So, I'd rather be a fake than I'm the realist. Parse things parse. Is that a rap music? Yeah, it's Iggy. Iggy Azalea. Iggy Pop? Yep. Okay, what's the uh, question? Ryan B. says, I've been listening to TOC since high school, and I would attend shows when you guys stopped in Colorado. Um, he said, I had no idea about the pod until you followed me on the old Instagram. I'm assuming you find people who posted hashtags referencing TOC. Yes, Ryan, that is exactly what we do. No, I would never do anything like that. I mean, we wouldn't. <laughs> we don't follow 3,000 people. <laughs> and it obviously worked, though. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, he says he's enjoying catching up in the episodes, uh, and that he wanted to write us to express his enjoyment of F and F. He says, keep up the great work. I didn't know it was great. Well, thank you, Ryan B. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good one. We have international following now. And this isn't the guy from Indonesia. Oh, I thought that's what you said. One of them is. We have two Ryans this time. Oh, oh well, that was because you started. And I was like, did he say New Zealand? Maybe he traveled to Colorado oh, to see us. Oh, this guy is from Indonesia. Yeah, greetings from Indonesia. So he must be, if I had to he guess. He watched you guys in Colorado. He's he most likely doesn't listen to studying abroad or something. Have like you guys that. ever heard of moving? Mm-mm. Can you explain? It's, oh, there's. I know about moving. There's plenty of that at Ram Ranch. Yeah. You can just get your things and you just go somewhere and then you don't stop or you do stop and then that's where you live now. But you just don't return? Is that what you're trying to say? Generally, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can, you can, you can return. I think if you return too often, then you I'm over this conversation. Next. Um, from Ryan S. This question cracks me up because we've answered it like six times since he asked the question, but we'll answer it again. Do you plan on making music similar to the sound of TOC again? Or have you moved on to something else? Yeah. Can we just... You could <laughs> just even say, say yes. yes. That the similarities between the music that we may write would be so similar to TOC that you wouldn't be able to tell a difference. That it might even actually just be TOC at that point, It right? might even actually... Have you ever heard of congruent triangles? Now, this is where we're going to bring math into it. So, Kyle is pizza-eating college professor. When I have two pieces of pizza in my hand and in the same shape, all I can think about is, will our song sound like the ongoing concept? Will it be congruent? I don't know what that word means. It's just same size, same, same shape. Same size. So, I have a congruent so, penis with Jeremy, Ron Camp. Jeremy. Not Jeremy Camp. Apparently, if that's what you want to... I have congruent penises. But to answer the question, um, yeah, we should. there should be a new TOC song out by the end of the year. Woo-hoo. Woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo, yeah. Um, <laughs> should... what, is, what is it? The ooh woos Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo girls? 
with like the tentacles. Oh, that's, that's a woo woo girl. Oh, woo woo is just woo woo is different. It's a it's like an anime thing. Like it's just a U, a W, and a U. So it's basically a quadruple U, but in different congruencies. Thank you, Kyle. But that, like the tentacle thing. There's no tentacle porn. If that's what you're referencing, no. Oh, then Why? what am I thinking of? You know that anime is not just tentacle porn. No, I don't think you're right. You watched Naruto religiously as a child. I was there. Were there. tentacles all over that shit. No, there. What? I, I think we watched different shows. Yeah. What? Which website did you search Naruto? <laughs> um, Ryan S. X X X X X. Is that a website? Com. Five X's. Um, Ryan asks. Ryan S. shares a story with us as well. He says, about a month into my girlfriend, now wife. <laughs> Damn! Damn! The, the wording. <laughs> I know. I gotta ask, Ryan. I was soaking. Ryan, I really hope that, that you will respond to my question. Did you know? Did you know that that was going to cause a whole ruckus of laughter with that apostrophe or that comma being in a terrible position? Terrible. Terrible. About a month into my girlfriend, now wife. <laughs> God damn. About a month. <sighs> You're your fault, Ryan. You're fucking fault. About a month into my girlfriend, now wife, and I dating, you guys came to our hometown of Bakersfield to play a show. She had never been to a metal show before, so she had no idea what to expect. Long story short, Kyle was really sweaty and sliding around on the floor like a slug. <laughs> And then later he screamed in my wife's ear, scaring her half to death. Death. <laughs> I just said death. It works. It God, works. She's half deaf now. Loud. She's half deaf, half dead. <laughs> this is the best fucking comment ever. <laughs> so thank you, Ryan, for writing in. Um, actually, thank you, Ryan's, for writing in. Um, and then Alan asks, I'm pretty sure it's Alan. I didn't actually... It could be Alan. There was no question on Tash to that? It was just that I... It's a comment. That I... Yeah, rolled around like a slug? Yeah, you were sweating like a slug. Sorry for your hearing loss. Sorry you know for what your is strange, dead, though? Girl. What? I feel like most people, when they comment, do comment about something that I've done. Was I really that f- center point focal that people didn't really care about remembering other things and other people in maybe our band? It's, maybe it's in your head, Kyle. Because everybody always talks about Parker and how noticeable he was. Do they? I noticed that you guys have the greatest drummer in the world. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though, Kyle. But, like, you were bombastic. Is that the right word? Like, you were over the top. Yeah. The, like, you would get in people's faces. It's not like Parker could do that or Dawson would, you know? But you kind of did, too. There's a, not a lot of... I can get be a lot face. of comments about, like, the crazy shit you did. Because you did plenty of crazy shit and. There are plenty of comments. Actually, I read a comment earlier while researching for the show uh, that was made in 2016. Specifically, they noted after you guys had left the band and said that TJ was going crazy on the stage and just spinning around constantly. So TJ gets credit even when it's not TJ up there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's great. Unless he was talking about a previous. No, no. She was talking about like that. Talking about Ian. Or she could have been thought that i was andy maybe even that's true i thought you were dawson for Man, a while there so, geez, I don't, so did i yeah. he switched Real to his six Christ string it. bass that's pretty cool this and it sucks. sounds like a guitar <laughs> it's some crazy people, some people don't know like no they no yeah you just don't even notice um okay so paul or not is it paul or is it alan oh my god maybe it's paul allen let me open up that's a good name form. let me open up this form it's alan 
Then where did you get Paul from? Because I'm stupid. Uh, Alan says, hey guys, before I dive into my question, I wanted to say thanks for following me on Instagram today. It means a lot when talented dudes such as yourselves follow me. So again, thank you. Sorry about the gimmick. I'm sorry about the gimmick. We apologize about the gimmick. It was what's more. The, what's a gimmick? More to get you to listen to our podcast. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. No. I'm sorry about the gimmick. TJ, what are you talking about? I look at everybody's pages. <laughs> TJ oh. specifically, he vets people that are allowed into our circle. That's why we have like three listeners. Yeah, there's only three people deserving of our podcast. Exactly. Yep. No offense, Alan, but it, I don't know if it was. You seem cool. We like you. Cause no, honestly, like I mean, I, I do look at a lot of people's shit on the newsfeed because some of the people that we follow, uh, I'm just flabbergasted uh, by yes. some of the stuff that they post. Especially during lockdown when everybody had yeah. like extra creative time and stuff. There were a lot of people doing sourdough, which was cool. Like, yeah, break, bake your bread. But also so many just batshit crazy posts. Yeah. sound like that. Yeah. There were some really good like freestyle rappers that TJ followed. Um, <laughs> I'm in an airport and I'm rapping. Use the toilet. Now I'm crapping. They call me Eminem because my flow's so dope. I'm going to tie you up with rope. Mic drop. Um, Spank me. Alan's question, which is directed at Kyle. Kyle. You might just have the most original slash gnarly slash raw harsh vocal tone I've ever heard. And I was wondering what technique, parentheses, S, parentheses, dash, dash, if any, dash, dash, <laughs> you use to create such a novel tone with your voice. Many thanks, friends. Hope you're staying healthy and safe in these unsettling slash uncertain times. Peace. Honestly, I want to start answering that question by saying, I wonder what my voice is going to sound like now that I haven't really screamed Scrimped. I haven't. I haven't scrimped. I thought it in, was scrome. I haven't scroted. I haven't scrame. I have not scroted in a very long time. You always just take it <laughs> so far. There is no room to grow when I'm done with it. <laughs> I'll feel that condom out nice and tight. You don't wear condoms. That's right. I don't. Never have. Never will. Give me them children. All right. Thinking so, about that just makes me so like nauseous. Yeah. Just fight. I just got having so to many... put a condom on. No, me too. No. Thinking about you just blowing a load into a condom just makes me want to. Oh, bro. <laughs> I imagine. So fucking gross. I imagined. And I don't want. To <sighs> I imagine Kyle just standing naked with a condom on his dick. Holding the little Caesars box that is currently in front of him <laughs> and stacking like three slices on top of each other and just like fisting them into his mouth all at once. That's but, but why am I naked and wearing a condom? Because you fill out that condom so nice. <laughs> Fuck you said for no reason. Nobody asked. Uh. Also, we and our listeners all know that you do not fill out a condom nicely. That is correct. <laughs> all these things that you're saying are, are so are, so much truth. Can we stop talking about Kyle's dick? Please. <laughs> this is the first time Tyler's ever been so distraught. I just, I, for some reason, there was just like a terrible mental image that came with that. <laughs> oh, it came! Are we paying for our audience therapy? Can you pay for my therapy? <laughs> Yeah, I'll pay it with all that royalty Kyle, checks we get. Kyle, what's your actual yeah. answer to the actual question? <laughs> so, Aside from your dick being huge. <laughs> which it my, is. My answer was, or my answer was, 
My answer still is that I haven't actually formulated yet, but we'll get there. When I started, I know my, my mouth are terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> Just say words. <laughs> I cannot wait to edit this. Go ahead. Anytime. Anytime? Like, like, should I do like a countdown? Like three, two. Okay. Uh, when I started screaming, it sounded like, I wonder if we have, hmm, I guess you could listen to arrows for bullets, but uh, there's just like, when we first started recording, we had like these really shitty, like remember the song EMP? Oh yeah. Does anybody have that? I don't think so. I don't think it ever actually got released. That was some sick synth. Do you think you have that somewhere? Maybe. I have to look at my hard drive. Yeah. But I want to know, like, there there are, like, obviously songs that we ever, either never released or we did release, but it was, like, on burn CDs and little shitty shows. And I know that if I was to hear that, I would sound like the worst thing you've ever heard. So Maybe not. Who knows? I, I really want to know now, but I'm fairly certain that I sounded like ass. And I think the biggest issue that a lot of people have and, like, a lot of these... What would you call them? Vocalists in quotations that do covers of songs is that they must not ever allow anyone to genuinely criticize them. So I was criticized like crazy because it was brothers and what well, was also new for you. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like I was getting criticized on how to scream, even if all of you didn't know how to do it or. Yeah. You can count Parker until his balls drop, but uh, <laughs> that he had no more say. But it's just weird that Has that happened yet. I don't know how. I don't know how <laughs> I scream. Particularly how I scream. I just talk or I just say things really loud, and then I really? know how to add distortion somehow. It's I don't know. You I don't. I can't describe it. But the, there was the, no like refining of the process for you. There was, but it's not something I could describe with words. Just, you'd have to listen to the differences and then see if you can understand how I do that with my voice. I don't really... Okay, so what's the, like, step-by-step? Step? We're doing, like, a e-how or wiki-how or whatever it is, and we're doing the really good little cartoon pictures with it, too. So you'll start talking, and then you distort your voice. No, what's, what's I, the... have to, I have to basically be yelling at the top of my lungs. Oh. But, yeah, but, like... but for most people, yelling really loudly doesn't sound like a screamed vocal. Yeah, but it's like all the force that you have to put behind it, and you're able to... Ah! So would you say that you scream from your, like, diaphragm? I think so. Although, I was having this conversation with a coworker. I don't know why I would always lose my voice when we practiced before we went on a tour. I would always lose my voice. We'd start practicing, you know, like a week or two before, and then I would, would be out for like a week before we'd leave. So you'd probably use your, your cords... A bit. Yeah, but then but then once they healed, then I was fine for the rest of the tour. It was just like the very first practice. My voice would go out. So I don't understand yeah. if I was doing it right or wrong. No, that's even common with people that just sing. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I remember listening to interviews like when I was in high school and people would talk about like their voice going out like a week into a tour because you're not used to playing shows every single yeah. day and you're it takes a while for your voice to adjust to constantly being used and strained that much. Yeah. It's, I guess it's like running full sprint for 30 minutes with your voice. Yeah. You're going to be sore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I guess 
in theory, I could be doing it, could have been doing it right. But that's all I can tell you is that I was yelling at the top of my lungs, but not in a way that it hurt. And then I was able to add distortion on that. And then I noticed that if I wasn't doing it with like, if I wasn't doing it in front of an audience and like live, a lot of times I would ruin my voice. Mm. Something about being in the moment and being excited about it and not trying to force it also helped a lot, which was strange. No, it makes sense. Cause you're not like conscious about what you're doing. It's just happening. I think you meant conscientious. Con- conscientiousness. Yeah. Um, I, think- uh, that's, I mean, that's common with any singer. Like a lot of vocal coaches will say, just like, let it go. Because like you, the worst thing that you can do for your voice is to like try to do something. Yeah. And if you're just not thinking about it, shut up, Parker. If you're not thinking about it and you're just doing it, like you're not like straining your voice. You're not like trying to lift your palate up or like you're not stretching your vocal cords and they're not like slapping against each other. Damn. It's just happening. Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know. Cause that's, I mean, last night when Dawson was recording vocals, I... I never noticed a lot of his technique before because I like started learning about how your voice works and like the anatomy and just in the past few years and like the, the stuff that he does or like the vowels that he uses. And I just never noticed like his, I, I don't know. Cause he was saying like words last night and I was like, you're saying it weird, but it, and that's why you can't hit the note. Like there's certain things that make it harder for your you oh to be able to when hit you're when you're notes. trying to hold on to a consonant more than a vowel or something like yeah that. right yeah and changing those vowels or like changing the shape of your mouth. I have another question from an Instagram listener. He sent us a message and he just said a podcast about bitter guys from a band barely anybody knows about, or a podcast about grateful guys who remember their time in a band barely anybody knows about. Yes. It's, yes. It's, the answer is yes. It, it's a thing. <laughs> yes. I, I remember I remember when we were on tour with Abishai, we went to that guy's house that he knew in the middle of the woods and I don't fucking know where. And, but fuck nowhere. And, and but fuck Egypt, actually, is, is the expression. But he he used to be in a... Uh, what band was it? Do you remember? Do you know? Life in Your Way? Oh. <gasps> He was, he was the drummer for life in your way and, and he yeah. was and he was he Bitch, described was himself so excited as a uh, as a bitter musician yeah that was that was his tagline was a bitter hi angela that's very good and and that is that is so true for most musicians i'd say is that most musicians are bitter because they're not satisfied with where they're at or just jaded because they've been doing it so fucking yeah. long like i yeah. i was showing tj some of the devil rush prada's like recent live shows and stuff they're just so bored like they're not they're half trying i mean good for them they're still like able to assumingly make a record or make a living off of it but holy shit is that not fun to watch yeah like i told cooper that sounds like the guitars are tired (laughs) like all of it just sounds bored there's no i don't know how you get this that sound out of drums but it sounds like the drums are sleeping as well. I mean, obviously it's live audio, but they... But their like, facial expressions, like their attitude on stage... They look they, like Joey from Red Jumpsuit. Yeah, just like <laughs> checked out. They're just dead inside. And it's sad because like Cooper and I were like actually like, wow. Like compared to 2010 Double Horse Prada, 
like really excited kids. Yeah. Just stoked that people are paying attention. And they were blown They're the on work tour, up. Yeah. signed to rise records. Like they were like on the rise. And then uh-huh. now it's just like so stagnant. They're just like bleeding out. Yeah. Have they had anything good after Zombie EP? I haven't listened to any full records after Zombie EP, but from what I've listened to, I didn't. I, it's. I think a lot of people probably consider it good. It's not my cup of tea at all, but it's Is just, it just kind of like rehashed style. and and more produced. It's a lot and... heavier. It's like really? it's a it's... more metal leaning. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so they're going for the butt rocks, butt rock scene. No, a bit? it's it's like metal metal. It's like oh. yeah, it's like weird like emo emoish vocals a lot of the time, and then like metal guitar. Yeah, it's like not slower. something that I'm into. Yeah, I, like whatever. It sounds. Who decent. knows what's good or bad? It's all our opinion, yeah. but it's just. They look defeated. I don't. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Maybe they're make... not. Maybe. Maybe we just looked at like four different shows from the last year, and they were just bad. They were just shows. four bad shows of that year. It could be, but yeah. very unlikely. Yeah, extremely unlikely. So yeah, it's just really sad to see that happen. Why? 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 Why would you dig yourself into that hole? And I. And I think that's the biggest. The biggest fear. No, not fear. I think I don't think they dug themselves into a hole. Well, they did because it, either either they're unhappy because they're like this is all hearsay, by the way. Like, yeah, these, none of these this, are things that insiders. we are just like seeing yeah. and yeah. observing. But let, let's let's go under the the assumption that they're unhappy. They're unhappy either because they don't like the music they're playing. That, that's it. That's 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 why. They're <laughs> like like I, I can't come up with a better idea. So so they started they started playing this music and. And it was cool for a while, and now they're just like, I, I don't see a future here, or I don't, I don't get any fulfillment from this, or whatever it is that's not lending itself to this. Unless they're like, I don't like my well, job, and I don't like playing music in general. But I doubt that's the case, because what musician doesn't like playing music? But they've music? also suffered some huge member changes, like constantly cycling. Like their drummers always different, their guitarists. Yeah, at this point, it's only Jeremy and Mike. Yeah, that are and their the their keyboardist switches out. Like I don't know how I haven't looked and seen how many, but I'm assuming that has to take a toll on a band's like. Ah, that's true. Unity, like it, it's probably hard to stay like with high morale. I, I don't know why you'd continue. Show. Yeah, that's what we were saying. They probably like, they probably do don't have any don't other skills. Know how to do anything else? But they were young be in a band. But they were young, like yeah. super young when they started the Double Rush Prada. And they got pretty Sad. big really fast, so they probably never like had. I mean, they, they worked, but they didn't go to school. Most likely, they don't have marketable skills. Yeah, they don't have any sort of like you trade can't. You can't put. Like I can yeah. play drums half decently on a resume. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can Park, scream, but Parker, you don't understand what I'm saying. That also doesn't do very well. Parker either. could say I'm the greatest drummer in the world on a resume, but only he holds that privilege. So, <clears throat> you know what band? Yeah, <laughs> really um, is inspiring to me is False Star. Yeah. Like they were on Face Down Records. Like they started like picking up quite a bit of traction. Like not an insane amount, but quite a bit. Like I mean, we toured with them and we were pulling about the same amount of people on the Northwest and like they've continued to stay a band but in a totally different way than a lot of other bands. Like they're not grinding out a record every single year or year and a half or two years. Um but they're they seem happy with the music that they're making. Like yeah, they're that's constantly very like true. pushing, but doing it in innovative ways. That's not the standard putting out a record, touring on a record, 
You know, like they're, they're doing it in a way that I think suits their lifestyle. Similar, similar to like how Emery's kind of changed how they function as a band as like they do their acoustic tours, they do their living room tours or whatever. And then they do like their full band tours where they bring out whatever members that want to be on that tour for whatever. I, I think that's like how you you need to evolve as a band and adjust how your business operates if if that's like what what seems to be the case like yeah i don't if you're not constantly hitting like massive numbers yeah or or you're just not interested in touring all the time or whatever yeah how do bands function after they have to like live life after they're 22 you know like there's there's a certain amount of point or maybe 26 or th- at least thirty. If, if you're, if you, if you, you don't know, have like, a life, you know, once you hit like eighty years old, you don't have a life <laughs> outside of your band after you're thirty. Then, then you can't be, you can't really be living because there's way more to your life than, than just being in a band. Yeah, but there's a lot of like there's bands like Deftones who they like they only put out a record every four years or so now because they're all like in their forties and fifties. Yeah, and they I mean, obviously, obviously have they lives. made they made bank. But yeah, if you were if you were grinding out that that two year album cycle like August Burns Red has for seven records, six records, yeah, like that is that's that, it. That's maybe that, that is twelve years. Yeah, but you're staying. Sense. But how many like new August Burns Red fans are there? None. And Norma Jean's doing the same thing. Dolores Prada. Is, all those bands are doing the same thing. Like that two year record cycle is just what kills bands. St- but staying at the same level or even dipping down a little bit yeah. like that has to be so defeating i'm sure it is yeah i can't imagine doing that is that is that because they're not like they're not like bring me the horizon where they're they're actually progressing musically i i i haven't heard any of the new august burns red stuff but i would it's identical to I, what they were putting exactly. 10 years like ago what what difference has the how have they made their fans grow yeah like that's that's yeah. that's something that a fan doesn't even realize they want from a band. You want to you want to make your fan like have their taste of music change and grow and progress. Yeah. You want to you, you want to take them through that follow, journey. Yeah. You do. Like that's you don't want to just like keep them on the plateau at messengers. Like that's not where you want to keep them. Yeah. But I think I mean I I don't know what it's like to be in a band for 20 years and just like cling on for dear life. I think a lot of it is just like either you you tour as much as you possibly can and you have a record out in two years so that you can stay afloat or you put like four years between a record, but you're not making enough money in between to be able to survive. Like, I think yeah. that's the like Meshuga has always been they haven't always been huge, but like where they're from, they've been pretty popular for a long time and worldwide. They're like the most popular gent band. Those dudes put out a record every four or five years, but that's because they have the freedom, they have enough income, they have they dedicated. Swedish? Is that what they are? I think so. Yeah, they have dedicated fans that buy a ton of merch and shit. I don't think a lot of bands have that privilege. And I, but I think that's yeah. how a band can stay afloat for so long. Putting out ten records is exhausting. Whether you do it like that's that's about the lifespan of any band. Ten records is a lot. That's like a ton. that's insane. So whether you're doing that in twenty years or 40 like you're gonna be burnt out by the end so i think those i think the bands that are like able to space out what they do and make something that they want to make instead of just saying well i know how to do this so i'm just going to do this again yeah but you're you're like putting yourself in a box you're not staying relevant yeah like a prime example is 
a band like Maroon 5. Like when they first put out that record in early 2000s or late 90s or whatever it was, it was so of the time, like the sound. Oh, yeah. Like maybe they made it the sound of the times, but it was like that soft pop rock kind of tone that they had going on. Yeah. Same kind of shit that like Switchfoot was putting out at the same time and that's when they blew up. And then as years have gone on, the only reason that they're staying relevant today in my opinion, is their features that they have on their tracks. Like the huge fucking song with Cardi B on it. Like that memory song was such a... It it was like from another song. That song was like a sample of another song. Like they've stayed relevant by... Like evolving as a band, but almost like selling themselves out but a significant depends, amount it depends in on my your position opinion. in the industry. Like yeah. I was, I was just talking about Mashuga. They they didn't invent the whole genre of gent, but they've been like the leaders of it f- since they began. So they have that privilege of like having a fan base that is dedicated to them as like they are like the ultimate gent band. They're, yeah, they're like the Beatles of gent. Yeah, or gent. So, so they have however you say it. Gent. So they have that privilege, but other bands that are like kind of following in their footsteps have to fight a lot harder to gain that level of respect from their fans and from. And respect from people that are at their shows because they want to see another band or somebody whose Spotify autoplay sends them there. Like, that's a much harder thing to do. But if you know Gent, you know Meshuggah, whether you like them or not. Yeah. So it's just, I, I, I think it's very case by case. I don't think any bands have the same situations. Yeah. I, you know who's interesting is Katy Perry because her first record was like a... Uh, like that nobody ever listened to was the worship album that she oh wrote yeah with Matt Thiessen from Reliant K yeah and then she went to what was kind of popping off with Teenage Dream and like the, I would call that I kissed off. a girl like those songs were huge because it was like irreverent and it was different and yeah like scandalous super scandalous how dare a girl kiss a girl um. I, but that was interesting. And then she had her whole like swish, swish, bish album when like, what, what would you like trap music was starting to really get big. And uh-huh. she'd like try to follow that. Like she was just like, oh, I'll just go along with the stream and just like, hopefully I can. And then I don't know anybody that liked any of that shit. Do you know anybody that likes that Katy Perra era? The swish, Katy Perra? Katy Perra that song being on the radio. Again. I don't know. Swish, swish, bish. But I hated all that shit. Yeah. And then like her new song when she came out with the just because it's of it doesn't mean it's like that was like the pinnacle Katy Perry. Yeah. And it was more her. Than- everybody fucking loved it because it, yeah, it was like her identity in a song. Yeah. Same with like the new song that she just put out. I think it depends on the artist. Like mm-hmm. I don't think she can deviate too far away from her, her original sound, even if it is sounds a lot better than some of her old records. Yeah. Like she has modernized her sound in a sense, but she can't do. She can't go that far out. Yeah, she's not doing what works for her. In my opinion, is her sound specifically? Yeah, not trying to like latch right. on to trendy and that's, things. That's with a lot of people. You need to find what people like and just keep doing it. Yeah. Because if you do something different, it they're just not going to like it. That's why I hate most of 1975 songs because it's like they're not doing the shit that I like and that most people like they're doing this ambient bullshit. It's it, they just did the same thing every time. 
then it would be good. Because you want to know and what to expect. Would have, yeah. Yeah, but that's weird because we were just talking about August Friends Red and how they put out the same record 10 times. But they yeah. haven't innovated. Like, they haven't done anything. It's the same fucking breakdowns. It, it sounds like the same mix. Everything's... Is it supposed to be like every album is consistent and then you like take a... I, I think you're supposed to take like a minor step every album to like a different path. But they don't. And what... I mean... August Friends Red doesn't. I don't know about the 1975... Uh, yeah, because ABR, they just released the same record, but they do, like, one different thing. Like, they did, like, a southern they did guitar that thing once. Weird fucking Spanish thing. And yeah, there was, like, a weird Spanish that was a bad thing oof, on one of their records. There's Every record, there's, like, one specific song that'll do that. The only record they put out recently that I like is Fan- Phantom Anthem, I think. And, like, a few songs off of there because they're a little different. But Yeah, but, man... Get a fucking writer for your lyrics, cause you got some fucking <laughs> no, he, garbage. He does have a writer. We'll get oh. new ones, yeah. cause it's um, not working. I, I think, think I think that's something that people ignore. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. Amazing. <laughs> we said I think at the same time. Oh, I didn't notice. I thought you were like, <laughs> bitch, you cut me off. <laughs> well, you say wow. your thing. I want to know what you. Think. Um, no, I think that you should make improvements. Like it should sound better. You should do different things to make it sound cooler each time. But you should still have the same general, you know. I, I think sound. it depends on the band. I think pop bands kind of have to kind of have to fall into that category because it's pop. Yeah. But I think I think any sort of progressive band, and I would oh yeah consider us to be more on the progressive side of things. We have a lot more liberty to change drastically from album to album than a pop band does. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's I, true. I agree with Kyle. As a prog, as a prog and pop listener, because like if I listen to Between the Barrier to Me and they just put out a new record and it sounds like the one before it, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Yeah, this is two years like, ago. I don't want to, I want to hear what you're doing now. But if I, yeah, if I listen to a Katy Perry song where she's rapping suddenly, or there's just like weird like trap hats out of the blue that are just like yeah. insane, it's gonna throw me off. It's different expectations. Depending on the person that's listening, depending on the band they're listening to, depending on when they started liking the band, like that's I think why Katy Perry's stuff kind of needs to be somewhat consistent is because everybody knew who Katy Perry was all at once. Like all of America discovered her at the yeah. same time, yeah. same song. We all had the same perception of her musical identity as a songwriter and musician. You know who? Okay, so you're gonna hate me for this, but Ed Sheeran is. Like the weirdest fucking pop artist, guys. Because he guys. goes from like thinking out loud to having like an Eminem and Fifty Cent song on the next record. Like it doesn't matter if you think it's good. Like it's, it, it works. Like yeah. it's all in his wheelhouse. Like he grew up listening to, like, whatever British rap music that he grew up listening to, and then also like old school folk songs and stuff like that. And yeah. he's like integrated that music. Since the beginning, like his old record had like a ton of rapping on it, and then people only knew him for the A Team or Lego House, yeah. and then he put out Don't, mm-hmm. and then that song blew the fuck up, and it was like a lot more energy. <laughs> <With my>. Yeah, <laughs> he's an interesting artist in that sense because he can change each each song on a record is f- completely different. Yeah, I think also the one of the best changes was Bring Me the Horizon. Because they were like, you know, super fucking hardcore. And then (laughs) 
And then they started so getting funny. And then it was like, watch you say that. Super, super fucking hardcore. And then it was like super fucking hardcore, but like a little bit of pop oh, on, on suicide. It was, no, it was more pop and a little bit of hardcore, but they did it at just the perfect spots. Yeah. It was what was the album before balance. Suicide like, Season? The most, oh, I can't remember. So I, I can't do it. Pray for plagues. Yeah, it, yeah. that sounds right. It's rough. Yeah. Why? Why? Ooh, it's people, bad. people it's love bad. that song. Yeah, though. but they were also like sixteen. I when also didn't really record. like Suicide Season that much. Oh, no, but there's like, there's but like, you heard but, potential in like their choruses. Yeah. But then the next one, I, what the fuck is the next? Oh, it's if the, there's a hell, believe me, I've seen it. If, there's right. a heaven. There's let's a keep heaven. it a secret. Yeah, that wasn't bad. And then there was a um, what the dun 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 dun. Sempaternal. Oh man, that's yeah. that's good. That's what Sempaternal was like. Okay, this yeah, because yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I like the There Is a Hell album. I don't, I still don't know if it I was, like that. Okay. I, I like Suicide Season, but I it's like there was that weird jump there, and that's that's another weird thing is sometimes bands will jump. And then you don't get it until after the next jump either, which yeah. is so weird. Because you there, yeah, the, that in between point can be really awkward. Yeah, but once they get where they're trying to go, you're like, oh, it makes sense now. I can go back and kind of appreciate it more yeah. and understand. And then, I think, yeah, I did the same thing with, like, I listened to First Spring the Horizon record, and I was like, I don't get this. Like, yeah. and that's when I was really into heavy music, and I still didn't quite get it. And then when Suicide Season came out, it's like, oh shit. Like some of these choruses are amazing. Like they have, like they're becoming such good songwriters. And then there's a hell. There's like a couple really amazing parts on that record. Yeah, I would never totally. listen to that thing all the way through. But then Sub Eternal came out and it like blew my dick. And then that's the spirit <laughs> came out. I, I know. Love that record. I know. This what is record with is that? fucking incredible. It really is. I like that should it. be on how do you the write butt, butt rock? rock station. How do you write butt rock that I like? Tell me. They have an ability. It is. They were either really lucky or they're just like prophets. What was Dawson saying? Who was the guy that mixed it? Probably some guy Troy, from Troy Glass or no, um gosh, I can't remember his name. He did the Paramore record, Riot. It didn't he do Underworld shit too? Yeah. David Bendeth. He is why it's so good. Yeah, Dawson said, amazing. I don't remember where, who he heard this from, but it came to his studio and it just sounded like shit. And he's like, okay, I got to fix this. He made it sound good. A uh, Sam Paternal? No one. That's the spirit. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Oh, maybe it wasn't David Bendeth. I've heard like mixed things. I thought they had their stuff mixed from like this guy that no one ever uses except for them in the UK. Oh, oh, it was a Swedish guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a Swedish guy. But is that is they that recorded, not the same for the like newer albums? I don't think so. And their newest record, they produce themselves. I haven't the, listened to it. The is the it any good? The ambient one or the Amo one? Both. Oh, well, the ambient one's stupid, but the other one. Why do yeah, bands have to do that? But it's so neat at the same time. Like they integrated songs from Ammo and put it into this other song and like extended them. It's this weird like it's like it's a record that you would take acid to. It's oh really? That kind of record, and I feel like that's what it was made for. Oh, was like they should put a disclaimer. Mushroom. I put takes some fucking acid in it. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's the intent, but that's what it sounds like to me. It's a damn ass good record, though. I want to hear your mother. Uh, Amo is. Oh yeah. I haven't listened to it, so it's good. I should listen to it. Oh yeah, you should listen to it's it. It's amazing. I love the. Uh, you know the. Uh, Why you gotta kick me when I'm down? There's some, there's yeah. such good parts in that song. 
I sing sugar honey iced tea all the time. I know you fucking do. I live with you. I'm I I yeah. this is a fact. Um I have to pee. Thank you for listening to our shitty terrible podcast. Follow us and DM us on Instagram at failures and fakes pod. Send us some topics for the show. At this point, I think I would literally answer any question. Yeah. It doesn't have to be related to the podcast or to the band. It could just be about socks. I don't care. Find our website at failuresandfakes.com. Send your friends there. Send your boss there. Say, hey, boss, there's a good podcast called Failures and Fakes. You can check out their website at failuresandfakes.com. My dad told me so. Um, find our Twitter at uh, failures and fakes. That's N as in noise, noise, naughty, naughty, Nick, little nepotiz, nepotism, nepotiz, and lastly, Norway. I have been your host and your dad and your multi-generational parent, uh, Cooper Nichols. I've been joined by Kyle Schultz. Yeah. TJ Nichols. We're 30. Flirty and gosh, what is that? Thirsty. It's not thirsty. It's thirty, dirty, flirty and I don't know. Purdy. It's from thirteen going on thirty. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm thirteen. I've also been joined by Parker Schultz. That's good timing. Yes. <laughs> Eighteen naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Grant McDonald. Oh, so you do know who they are? Yeah, I told you that. I know, I know, but I, Kyle Schultz. But I was, I was playing the game after we played the game, but I was still playing the game. So you, went to, I played you. You always play games when there's nothing to be played. Yeah, well, you know, that's what Courtney tells me too. <laughs> Life's a game, and he's a player. What can you oh, say? oh boy, I get all that pussy. What song, what song should we do? Oh shit, my glasses are fucking empty. empty. Oh, fuck, uh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, fuck my shit. Uh, it's too school for school. Won't you come at me, come at me? My ass. Won't you come at me, come at me? My ass. Won't you come at me, come at me? Mo that grass. I didn't think to say mow your grass until the very last time. We will never be, never be anything but wild and maybe greedy, dirty, weirdo freaks. Coming on, coming on, right? Your grass.